What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Sincerely Blunt podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eddie Gonzalez. In today's episode, I am having a discussion with my girlfriend where we discuss masculinity, femininity, red pill, moving out, and just overall self-awareness. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. The the episode starts off kind of weird. I started recording in the middle of our conversation, so you guys will will pick up um, where where it's headed, uh, like a couple minutes into the episode. But um, yeah, I appreciate you guys for tuning in, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. When we're kids, we see the world as like everything is great and like rose, what, like rose rose colored lenses. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is fun. Like others love everywhere and stuff. And until we get older and mature, and our awareness just develops, and uh, then it comes the negativity, the hate new feelings of whatever right um, we develop demons and stuff like that like as we get older right some people stay in that in that mode mm-hmm. um, and that they they're so i think that it's almost like a a trauma thing they choose to stay in the mode that hurt them in the mode that opened their eyes yeah. and but they neglect so it's like well growing up the world was never that bad to you. Yeah. You know, you still saw the world in this way and all that. Right. And then they wanted to like gaslight themselves. Mm-hmm. Being like, no, like when I saw it this way, when I was a kid and it was all great, it's actually bad. It's like, no, there's both good and bad. Like that's the maturing part in growing up. You realize both good and bad mm-hmm. coexist. Mm-hmm. Um, because all these extremists of like, all men are bad, all women are bad mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That, that is a, a really big sign of emotional immaturity. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. you just want to go about bad, 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 complain, mm-hmm. complain, complain. Mm-hmm. It's like you're really holding yourself back from yeah. even enjoying anything. There you go. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Yeah. I think another, uh, I remember another thing that he mentioned was he does think it's good when he, he describes it as like a form of therapy if you did get fucked over or they cheated on you or lied to you or whatever he thinks it is good because for men he says in particular because they don't want to deal with their emotions like women do yeah so it's good for them to watch other videos of other men also getting fucked over in that state after them getting fucked over because it kind of like it uplifts them they're like oh i'm not alone you know because men are not the same as women they don't deal with their emotions So them watching a video about another guy complaining about something that he went through, it's therapeutic, it's therapeutic yeah. to them. And he says that's, been, that's the beneficial part he sees in it. But like we mentioned right now, men stay in it. Mm-hmm. They never graduate from that phase. Yeah. They just are just like, mm-hmm. okay, ding. Yeah. Women are fucked up. Like yeah. there's, and, but then they think, oh, every woman's like this. So then they're afraid to go out there and yeah. risk it again, I guess, yeah. you know? They find righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. In the comfortability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he said that, I didn't see it that way at that too first. I was like, like, oh yeah, he has a good point. Cause I think that was therapeutic to me too. There was there was there was a the phase that I'm talking about, I went through that phase myself. Mm-hmm. Like becoming hyper aware of like female nature. Yeah. Cause I didn't I had no clue. Yeah. As we talked about before, I had to learn it all on my own. So I went through that phase too of like like whoa like mm-hmm. like it's not how my mom painted it to be like this oh we're you know just treat them nice and do the right thing and you know just like very extreme on that end and not being aware of like hey there's like a whole nother side to it though so yeah, yeah. I, I could I, I see how people get caught up in it because I was caught up in it myself to some degree mm-hmm. yeah I know your mom, she also was telling you to be aware of these kinds of girls. Um, and it's it's like, you know, she was pointing out some things that were the obvious things. Right. But it's like, it's really only up to you to decide what is not good for you. Yeah. What, what you would like, actually. That's true. Because even then, even if some other person or some other guy or whatever tells you, like, yeah, like these kinds of people are bad. These kinds of people are good. Oh yeah. You are still entitled to your. You just you still need to create your own. I think a lot of men mm. are even followers in that. 
yeah. they kind of they kind of just like oh yeah like if she does this then then she's probably not a good person or whatever yeah. like followers in that sense the guy who hosts the power circle he talks about that and that's why i love him because he's very like he he speaks he speaks about it very maturely because he's older so he's he when he makes videos about women he talks about he'll talk about the topic but then he'll like reinforce like but also keep in mind that a guy's really good woman could be another guy's bad woman and vice versa it's just all subjective you you decide and then tell yourself okay if this is what you categorize as a good woman then that's that's a good one but but that's a good woman but some other guy may see that oh that's like the worst woman ever but it's like that's the bad that's the worst woman for that guy not for you it's like who's who you're gonna listen to like is it your world yeah yeah because one guy may they may pedestalize i don't know trust versus another guy would pedestalize I don't know something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe uh, they're vegan because they're vegan too. Yeah. I don't know. So like yeah. Um, so yeah, and that and there is there is deeper things he discusses on his channel where he believes that every woman, if you were to get into a relationship long term, that they should have. Like, a big one is, like, femininity. Because he's masculine himself. And he be- he believes in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he traditionally views re- relationships. Or how am I saying? Am I saying that right? Yeah, he, he views relationships in a traditional way. So, like, like, he preaches on his channel, like, you know, to get with a feminine woman. But in order to do that, he also says that you need to work on being masculine. You know, it's like... That's another big issue he talks about where it's like... Um, men want feminine women but they're not men yet yeah. so they, they can't have the feminine woman yet yeah. so that's another big thing he talks about yeah mm-hmm. that is true mm-hmm. like he's like if you're still living at your mama's house and depending on people and you can't hold it your own or figure things out on your own not saying that you don't know every that you have to know everything but if you don't have the ability to figure out things and handle things on your own and and accept Mm -hmm. the decisions you made whether they were wrong or right Mm -hmm. then it's like what makes you think you're gonna take care of a whole other person you can't even take care of yourself yeah yeah not that there's anything wrong with living at your parents or whatever, but it's, it's the mindset. Like, if you are comfortable mm-hmm. in staying in that position, because mm-hmm. there are people that are like, guys that are like, oh, well, I stay home because, you know, my, my mom needs help, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever that's reason. True, that's you true, that's true, too. Like, you're yeah, right, you're like, right, it's not right. just like, just because you live there, yeah. you oh, don't know what to do with your life. Yeah, it's that's like, true. there are reasons, but if you yeah. want to settle in the fact that it's like, no, like, I need mom. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it's yeah. like no, you can't. You, you're not in that space where you're an mm-hmm. actual, you're a full grown man. I think sense. I think the problem with that is deciphering if you really do need them, or you may just be scared to move out. Mm-hmm. Because because I think for me, I could have moved out for the longest, mm-hmm. but I just. Well, first of all, I wasn't ready. You know, I don't think I was, like, mentally ready. But see, like, that part right there where I say I don't think I was mentally ready. In reality, I actually was. It's just I was afraid. So in conclusion, you could argue that I was in that mode of, like, oh, I need them. Mm -hmm. Because I was afraid to go out there and be my own. Mm -hmm. But I had to wait for that time to come to realize it for myself. So then I I was like, okay. I want to be my own man now. I think it's time now. Yeah. Yeah, because you have that want. Yeah. So so there is circumstances, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, for instance, let's say my parents or mom was sick and I had to take care of them. Yeah. But I can't really think of anything else. I think if it's anything else but that. Like, it's your decision to be around. It's your decision to be still continue to be comfortable. Because you're afraid to go out there and be your own. Which I think a lot of, a lot of men are, are in that position 
that that I was in. Yeah, there are a lot, especially a lot. in our 20s. Yeah, a lot. In our 20s, where mm-hmm. it's like an age where it's like, so there are so many ways to just make even like passive income or just mm-hmm. not have to work so hard and to like people can resell like we like the, the PS5, right? Or right. like the shoes right. and things like that. And they can make income like that. Yeah. And it's like, that's something you don't need to put like hard labor in mm-hmm. and some guys are like they kind of live off that yeah. and then they because they have that ability of like oh yeah their parents have a roof over their head so then mm-hmm. they're able to do what they what they want to do because they stay home right like they think that they're becoming the person that they want to be or achieving their goals but don't even realize that they're doing it on the dependence of yeah. their fat or another person mm-hmm. um you know they're they're out there doing like, these things like there's guys that like want to go through they go travel they go like yeah. other things in their lives that they go achieve and stuff and all these great things you know great that you get to experience uh-huh. those things mm-hmm. but it's like realize that once you get back home or at the end of the day you are coming home to mom and dad's and that's why you're able to do those things yeah because because i i can say that same exact thing yeah mm-hmm. you know because now that i have to pay bills and i'm on my own now Life's not structured the same way. I can't just go to the Nike yeah. outlet and spend two hundred dollars, yeah. just cause. Yeah. It's it's different. Yeah. It's totally different. The, yeah, I've learned I've learned so much so much from being alone. Yeah, and the thing is, like, a guy that's gonna go and move out and all that before he's ready, he's gonna complain that he can't do those things. True. Because even if he does, like, well, yeah, I can move on with our. Oh, but I can't go to the Nike outlet. Yeah. Oh, but I can't go yeah. to this concert. Yeah. But I can't. It's like, yeah. you know, you can just see his priorities are somewhere else mm-hmm. right now. It's not toward, like, his I, actual responsibilities. I, yeah, and I He's think... He's too busy chasing chasing these desires mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Really, the way... Another way of putting it is he's not ready to sacrifice... Yeah, okay. Yeah. ...all of those yeah. things. Yeah. Because I was... I, I, I think for me, without me even noticing, I was ready to sacrifice all of that. I was ready to sacrifice the free time that I had. And the the extra money to go eat out every weekend or yeah. go buy some shoes or clothes if I really wanted yeah. them. I was ready to sacrifice all of that. Because that's exactly I mean you live with me, so you know that I don't I don't be buying random shit like that. Yeah. I buy the shit that I need. Yeah. And that's just a part of my growth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I know for a lot of people, when they live in comfortability, they're able to to attain those things. Um, but it's not at the place where they're supporting themselves. Like back, back to that again. It's just making the sacrifices is is definitely a way of a sign of growing mm-hmm. and maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sacrifices doesn't it doesn't always mean like it's that's not a bad thing it's mm-hmm. just they happen it happens almost naturally when you choose to prioritize something else yeah. you know like if you really if you really want to go and keep buying sneakers or if you really want to go and keep traveling you know yeah like go ahead and do that over time it's gonna just be that you got you you're satisfied you're yeah. satiated yeah and yeah. then you can go ahead and think about your mm-hmm. responsibilities because then now your responsibilities are going to be more important to where mm-hmm. it's like i i'm it's fine you weren't missing this concert if i can save a few thousand dollars mm-hmm. you know like your it's just your priorities are starting to straighten out mm-hmm. um yeah like that's that's up to their that's our, their own decision mm-hmm. it's really up to them well i think also too Generally speaking, not nah, there's people who are who stay with their parents forever. They they have they struggle with that. But generally speaking, I think people want to get their own at some point for both men and women. Like they eventually hit a point where they're like, I don't want to be a mom and dad anymore. I want to be on my own. Yeah. So then when they make that decision, then that's when they're ready. Like okay, I need to. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I need to do this and do that. So. Yeah, that's just something I thought of. I thought that... Yeah. Like, there's... there's Like, generally speaking, not everybody, but they hit a 
point where they're like, I'm tired of living with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For whatever reason, for whatever it may be. And, and that conversation they have with themselves enables them to start thinking in that direction. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, um, I guess you could say catapulted into into thinking a different way the moment they start getting sick of their situation. Because mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, like maybe it, it's different for everybody because you may want to move out because there's like a dream place that you really see yourself being at away right. from home or maybe your home situation is just toxic and you just want to get away from that oh, mm-hmm. or maybe it's like there's some kind of you just you just see something bottom line is you just see something better for yourself when you imagine yourself moving away and being on your own mm-hmm. right um and whatever it may be, it's pushing you there to wanting that mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's exactly how, how I felt. And I think you felt that way too. Yeah, I did. We had very different, I guess, situations where we were coming from. But yeah. at the end of it, we just wanted to be somewhere else on our like On our own. On our, in our own lives. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to have our own lives in other ways. Especially for me. Well, I, I can't even say it. This was something that kind of just fell into my lap. Because I was making content, but it was nowhere near the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. Like the consistency of it and obviously the following that I've gained. But I didn't realize that until I came here. And we've talked about this before. Where... I didn't really start taking the lives on TikTok seriously. I wasn't really even in a space back home to do it the way that I wanted to do yeah. it. So that was something that was... And those got you really far. Yeah, those yeah. part of what got you really far. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's something that I didn't even realize that was going to happen to me. A lot of things happened to me when I came over here. But that was a big one because I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I just thought of like, oh... I didn't even think about my TikTok. It was just, I wanted to be on my own. I was just, it wasn't a big thing on my mind, but it just happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. If you were still home, it would not have transformed yeah. in this way. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. For me, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to hear my own voice. Because mm. I, I, I'm just naturally like, when I'm around, or, or at least when I was home, when I was just around that, I was distracted by other people's voices or lives mm-hmm. and things like you know, because I was living with like two, three other people right, right. in my family. Yeah. And then um, once I moved here, I was really just like, you know, the floor was mine. Mm-hmm. Just do what I want with it mm-hmm. um, and say, speak my mind on it. And it's like, it's it's like I can, yeah, I can do those things for the first time. Right. Um, it's just yeah like it could have done it at home but it's in it under a different light mm-hmm. um i i wouldn't feel like what i'm saying would really have as much value as when i have my own space to share it mm-hmm. um, with you mm-hmm. and it's like yeah it's it's just a matter of feeling heard differently that's just what i don't know how else to say that but mm-hmm. it's um mentally mentally i've shifted from a different perspective in life um, because i literally placed myself in a different environment Mm -hmm. Uh, well the way that i see it is you made the decision for yourself to move over here so now you're finally thinking for yourself Because you're just well, I mean, obviously you're with me, but you don't have the pressure from your your just being around your family or just hearing the outside chatter that influences your own voice. And obviously, you know me, yeah. like I, I, I encourage you to do what you want to do because I do what I want to do. So I'm just like, yeah, do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, and the thing with that, there's no like buts. Yeah, yeah, there's. Do what you want to do, but yeah. if it's gonna be this, yeah. 
because I, I was I felt that kind of sense um because yeah like my family of course they support me and they have their ideas of like how to support um, right but it, it just didn't align with me mm-hmm. you know I'm not saying I came from a toxic t- environment where everybody was just like shitting on me and say it's mm-hmm. not that yeah. it's just um they when I would share things uh, with them it would be taken in a way and expressed reciprocated in a way where it wasn't really aligned with who I was I felt mm-hmm. like I I didn't really know who I was when I was still attached to this younger version of me because my parents they still see me as their child mm-hmm. you know and that's just a, that's a common natural thing you know mm-hmm. I'm glad to have loving parents, but they're they're always going to see me as their child. Right. So in that sense, I'm going to be, I, I would stay in that environment of a child. And you would be heard and seen. Heard and seen as a child. As a child, yep. That's yeah. the way I hear it right now. Yeah, so then moving out, I'm just like, well, I'd like to become an adult sometime, right. you know? Yeah. I need to do that. I yeah. want to grow so bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what pushed me, because I was like, the environment and the way I was seeing myself needed to change. Well, even the way that you speak, mm-hmm. the way that you speak to your family. Yeah, to you. Well, I guess and this is a whole other topic, but like, because everyone speaks a certain way to their parents. But yeah, the way that you speak to your family or just even other people in general, it's totally different from. Uh, or like the the level of how would I say it? how deep you go when you speak is is way deeper with me, which I feel like that's the real you. I think that's also another thing that you may, if you've thought about it or not, I think that's another reason why it's um, it was the right decision for you to move in with me because yeah. you're it's able you're able to just. Say what you want to say, what you're thinking about, because you think so deeply. So, yeah. And I think that's just a part of growing up, because um, I'm sure our parents. Um, I know my parents have like, they had that phase in their life, you know, where they decided like, well, let's. I want to create a life of my own, not depend on mom and dad anymore. Yeah. yeah. Start, you know, start things, get things going. Yeah. You know, in their adult life. Yeah. They probably were thinking similar things that we were, maybe not exactly, but similar things where our decisions are going based around what we want for our own life. Yeah, yeah. That's a part of. That's just a part of growing up. Right. You know. Um, I see what you mean. Yeah, like yeah. like when they were twenty three, twenty two, whatever. They probably thought, oh, like, uh, I think differently from my parents. Yeah. I want to do my own shit. Yeah. And then it's just going on again with yeah. you and us, or just us, yeah. yeah. Um, where it's, it's like, now that we're, we've, we're developing into, like, full-grown adults, we mm-hmm. can make decisions on our own based off what we want in our own right. lives yeah. and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that's so, some more, something that a lot of men and women are getting stuck in in their 20s maybe they're I don't know for however long and that they still feel that their decisions still involve some other person's influence sure, like their yeah, family yeah. or their whatever friend whatever mm-hmm. older sibling mm-hmm. um something something someone is still influencing what they want to decide for themselves as mm-hmm. an adult yeah it's like as an adult are you gonna have someone tell you like you should live here. Mm-hmm. You should pay your bills on this day. You should, mm-hmm. do, you know, it's good to take advice, but it's like at the end of the day, like you need to be deciding those on your own. And and here's my thing. My thing with this that I've learned, and this is why I really, I know it may be selfish. I definitely hear my family out with their the things they, with the advice they give me or the guidance they give me. Some I'm not saying it's like all invaluable. There's a lot of valuable information. Yeah, because they, they've experienced. Yeah, they've experienced that. certain shit that I've never experienced. So I definitely do yeah. hear them out. But when it comes to my dreams, or yeah, wow. yeah like taking a, ne- a next step in my dreams, I can't really listen to them because they've never even moved out of the state like how, yeah. how I have. Yeah. They're, they've never done TikTok. Yeah. 
So that side of like my life, I leave it to myself. Yeah. If it comes to something like, I don't know, like health insurance or mm-hmm. getting a my car registered or some shit. Even though like that stuff I figured out on, on my own, but more things like that. Yeah. Like like just common things that mm-hmm. everyone has experienced. Like or a flat tire or something, yeah. you know, then that's where like okay. Something that could save you time if you just ask. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to that portion of my life, I really yeah. no one in my family has ever done and done anything like that. So yeah. it would be it would be ignorant for me to take advice from them on some shit that they've never even done themselves. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay to be asking for help. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, um, I guess, making decisions um, in what and how to go about your life is uh, kind of like the gray area. Because, yeah, like, while they chose, like, the, the technical things, you know, mm-hmm. of how they wanted to go and, um, what is it, like, just, just, simple things like a tire uh-huh. or taxi <sighs> or you know finding figuring out how to file your taxes yeah. things like that yeah uh, yeah great every no but even at like 50 something years old my parents are still like uh we need help with this yeah you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 something like that mm-hmm. um you know but that's just an ongoing thing it's just like mm-hmm. you'll never have everything down it's good to ask others like what what they've done about these things mm-hmm. and whatever right. um and yeah it's it's a i think it's also a mindset like when you're taking in people's advice or hearing out another person are you taking it in the sense where it's like i need to do it the way they did it Mm. or is it like okay this kid this helps me understand better in my situation Mm. um because it's it's very different because like i i would do those that sometimes where i would tell you know like a family member like oh like um I need help with whatever it is Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they would say, like, oh, yeah, like, do this, doing this. Or, like, I did this in my life when I was um, at your age or this happened to me. So then I was caught thinking, like, okay, I need to do it that way because they did it that way. Uh Instead of being like, oh, well, instead of seeing their situation as a whole, like, Mm -hmm. what was everything else around that? And Mm -hmm. I was kind of just thinking differently like a lot more with a more broad perspective as i started to grow up like there's there's a whole not just a specific moment i don't know if this is making any sense but it's not just a specific moment that i was i was listening to it was it was a whole entire situational thing right okay Um, i needed to grow up and not take another person's advice solely to to direct my own life right right like don't take it to heart i know what you're trying to say my thing with this, I, I and I see, I understand what you're saying. I think my version of that is just seeing it from the perspective of, like, for instance, okay, I want to be well off, right? As you know, I've told you about my dreams. So, once again, no one in my family is rich. So, if I were to ask my family about finances, they're going to be coming from the standpoint of. Not really making more money, but more so like playing it safe. Like what is like the the safest way and most guaranteed way to make yeah. money. But in order to be, to get the level of wealth that I want, I can't play life that way. Yeah, I'm going to have to take risk, which no one in my family has ever done that. Mm-hmm. Example, me moving to Texas. No one in my family has ever done that. They don't, they're, they're scared to do that. So mm-hmm. that's the way I see things is to bring it back full circle is... I've learned if I'm going to ask for advice from someone, I need to, I I look at how they live their life and are they doing the things, whatever I'm asking them about, are they doing what I'm asking them about? Because if they're not, then it's like, why am I even like, they're not the right person to ask for advice for that, for that thing I'm trying to ask for. And moving to Texas, you mean like moving somewhere cheaper in order to achieve your goals of making more money well well, i'm saying yeah it's that yeah that's the literal way but i'm saying like metaphorically i think it's metaphorically metaphorically but 
I'm saying the majority of my family, they play it safe and yeah. they, they go the guaranteed route. Yeah. A big example of that, a big example of them not taking risks is they've never left California. Yeah. Like that's that's my point. That's why I brought up that example. Yeah. It's, if anything, they're comfortable. Exactly. And want to just figure out how to just stay afloat. Yes, there you go. Because if, like, if they were, I don't want to tell them what to do, but it's like if someone were to be concerned about their own financial situation, then move somewhere more affordable. Mm -hmm. If you're you're capable of doing that. Like, I understand if you have other outside circumstances where Mm -hmm. you can't just drop everything you need. And it's also also crazy, too, because remember... One of my family members, and we've talked about it too. Um, they were saying that I should move somewhere where it's cheaper, so that I get my own place, and yeah. da, da da da. And then I go and do it, and they're like, "Oh shit, you did it!" <coughs> Bless you. But then it's like they don't do it themselves. Yeah. So uh-huh. there's there's certain family members, yeah, you know, who, they're you know, yeah, yeah, like they're there's they're comfortable. Like yeah. I said, they want to play the safe, guaranteed route. And then even when I came over here, they were like, they, know. Yeah. they were they were like, oh, like so is there jobs? Like, and I was like, yeah, you could come. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, well, still, like I want to see, like if you could, if you get it or how it is over there. I'm like, I'm doing it though. Yeah. Like I'm living here. Like, yeah. it's just they're comfortable. Like yeah. I said, they, they don't want to. They they, they they tell me what to do. They don't want to make the risk. Yeah, the risk. they they they, yeah. they tell me what to do, and it's good advice. Sometimes, like I said, it's not always yeah. bad advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I take it, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" They're basically saying like, "My advice actually worked that I gave you." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, it worked. I it's, tried it." Yeah, I I think it's also like they're probably they probably overthink it. Mm-hmm. Like they're treating moving as like moving to a foreign country yeah. where they have different currency and like yeah. language. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's literally the same. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you're just thinking of like oh how am I gonna live my life you don't need to change your whole life you don't need to go suddenly just take up Pilates and stuff <laughs> like you don't need to do that yeah. like whatever you're doing yeah. at home you know if you just want to go get up go to the grocery store yeah. you know go ahead and go if, to the if, gym and whatever it's like you could, you could do that literally anywhere else mm-hmm. in the country mm-hmm. if anything I think me living on your own it makes you figure out more like more about what you actually want to do because i'm doing totally my my entire day is different from Mm -hmm. when i was living with my parents the structure of my day is totally different yeah because you do i think at home when you're living with your parents there's a sense of like what are we doing kind of thing yeah no not well not really for me maybe that's for for, but like you know if your parents came saying Oh, like let's we're gonna go. Here okay, yeah, I guess. You're gonna yeah, be like, oh, yeah, okay, like yeah, I'll yeah. consider doing things like yeah, that and true. stuff. You know, you're right. kind of doing what they want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, not not saying all the time, but it's like there's there's a sense of that, or it's like, oh, we're gonna have this for dinner. True, true. You know, then you're gonna go eat with them. It's little things like that yeah, that's where true. you're not really deciding yeah. things for yourself yeah. because someone else is doing it. In that's the true. House. That's true. You're right. Um, yeah me you know i i always had that where it's like oh we're gonna go out here for dinner we're gonna have this for dinner tonight mm-hmm. we're gonna go out here like we're gonna go spend time with family over here mm-hmm. then i always had to con- re- like consider like okay family time mm-hmm. and like doing and, doing what they want to yeah, do yeah. spending time quality time making mm-hmm. time and it's just like my time was everywhere mm-hmm. um and, and not just on my own deciding mm-hmm. for myself i tried to um, but it's like my life was just developing at a rate where it's like I need to be in a space for myself at some point mm-hmm. with, with what I with what I want to have around me at some point. Not to say I don't want my family around me anymore, but it's like there's other factors that it's like I need to be in my own space to decide things for myself for once as an adult because it's like they're in a situation they get to do that Mm -hmm. i want to be in like i want to have that Mm -hmm. for myself Mm -hmm. there's a starting point i'm not just suddenly boom i'm a mom parent Mm -hmm. with like a 23 year old daughter and stuff kids and stuff but yeah anyways they i needed to i needed to move i needed to leave Mm -hmm. um and not no i understand yeah no i understand you i think I think I felt what you're saying a lot 
when I graduated high school, when I was like 18, 19, 20, yeah. I was very like, I wasn't really doing shit with my life per se. The highlights of my day was going to the gym, playing basketball. That was when I was really immersed in basketball. But, yeah, that was when it was like, oh, we're going to go. I'm going with family. Oh, we're going here. We're going here. It's like that was like the, you know, I did it. We did everything together. Yeah. But then as I, like, 21, 22, 23, like, when we met, that was when I was, like, becoming my own. I was like, eh, nah, I don't want to go. Like, I just want to do my own thing. So I, I see what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not to say like I'm tired of you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. just like uh, I have my own life right now, mm-hmm. and I felt guilty for that. Mm-hmm. For the longest, I felt guilty for having my own life. I felt guilty for not wanting to participate in some mm-hmm. things anymore. Just not in the mood to see certain people and stuff, and, and like I felt guilty, and I still feel guilty at times. Because uh, family was. Because family's been. Well, no, because your family told you that family is a. Is it's important. Yeah. And yeah. yes, yeah. I I believe you know I mm-hmm. I believe that. No, that no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I was going by their definition yeah. of how to go about that. Mm-hmm. Their definition, like never missing an event, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, like, yeah. Their their yeah. relationship. I felt like I had to have the same relationship um, mm-hmm. as them. But I'm like, no. Like I need to be in a place where I define my own relationship with other people, and like I need to stop deciding that like oh just because my mom or dad sees this person a certain way that i need to see it that way too it's yeah, like yeah. i can have my own opinions on yeah. everything i was like wow that that opened up a whole new world to me that i can have my own opinions because yeah. i was for so long like under my parents um and like siblings influence of mm-hmm. their their opinions of the world yeah, like I, I think that's also explains why like I've always been really quiet, because um, I would always try to be observing how my parents like interact with people, certain situations and stuff. Because I would try to like subconsciously take it like, okay, I need to go about it in that way, because that's how they do it. Kind of like in that childlike mindset. Okay, you I know, see, we see, seeing that their parents still believing like as a child, you think your parents know everything in the world mm-hmm. until you get to a certain age where it's like, okay, well, they don't. Yeah. I was still subconsciously in that, in that mindset that I'm like, okay, observing my parents. And then when I get, go out into the world or interact with this person, I'm, I need to do it how they do it mm-hmm. in that way. But like, that's, that's so wrong. Like as a 20 something year old, it's like, and still thinking in you that need mindset. to have, yeah. Cause I don't think you're alone with that either. I yeah, think people do that. So, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I want to, I want to have my own relationships mm-hmm. with people, yeah. not just like, Oh yeah. Like you're your mom's daughter. You're your father's daughter mm-hmm. and treat me according. It's like, yes, but that's not my whole identity. I am. I'm a whole person. And, and that's another that. thing that has benefited you by moving out. Like to go back to the beginning of this, you were saying being able to be your own and hear your own yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think that that pertains to what we're talking about right now. The point you just made. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay. Like, oh, they go about it this way. It's like kind of more so now. You just do it for yourself. Yeah. You think for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's also really too, shut off a lot of outside outside noise, yeah. but like mm-hmm. um, influences and stuff. And I, I, pulling myself away from everything that has ever influenced me mm-hmm. and just listening to myself mm-hmm. um, really made me realize I have a lot. Like, I have a lot to, to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took, I took a lot of, like, lessons and things like that from where I was at, but I'm like... In terms of like how I decide things for myself, like there are still many things to work on mm-hmm. um, that I've I haven't been seeing that mm-hmm. I've been neglecting, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like that is another huge thing. Like if you if you want to go and be on your own, you're doing it for yourself in a way where you're you're gonna have to face lots of things where it's like where you're weak and where your faults are and where you where you need to do better but there's also like things that you're also you you just are naturally really good at Mm -hmm. um you're more you find more purpose and fulfillment 
and the things that you may do and it's just it's a lot of things that i can't even explain in one podcast but it's like you need to really be mentally ready and willing to receive all these lessons for yourself to to go about life and stuff because that's really that you need to have that you just need to have that if you want to be uh like a a well-established individual in society like you gotta at least have some kind of like compass of direction like um just like of who you are Mm -hmm. because yeah i would never i would never want to go about like one of my biggest fears in life was like getting really far somewhere uh in life and then regretting where i am and i always thought like why is that a fear but i think it's because growing up i always went off other people's ideas and beliefs and things like that and i'm like if i go about life still attached to like oh yeah and you go about it because mom and dad did it like this or go about it because they did it like this and and then eventually i'm like i hate where i am because i listen to other people that that's where my fear came from Um, i think that's why i opened your eyes on like when we first started talking i was telling you like like you decide everything yeah. You know, you dictate what is happiness and success. You don't need to go to college. I was telling you shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I started swaying you in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, for the longest, I thought college was the only way yeah. to, like, work towards something that you want. But I'm like, there's a lot of other, like, there's vocational school, which uh-huh. I went that route. Yeah. But it's like, there's also just being more independent, like you and stuff. Yeah. Just you, because you really would prefer it that way. Yeah. Um, I I was it was the that was the belief instilled in me that college was mm-hmm. the only way to get anywhere in life. Yeah. I was very narrow minded in that way, mm-hmm. and like not to say like you you won't be successful. I don't know. It's just yeah. So the thing was college, the belief that I used to have college was the way to go, and if you didn't, then you would fail at life. That's how rigid it was. Right. Um, and it really put a lot of pressure on me mm-hmm. and stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Once I started to release that belief and that I can do something else and still do what I want and be be pretty well off and yeah. really happy, yeah. content with where I'm at, yeah. um, I, I just felt a lot happier mm-hmm. um, and didn't have to be around other people whose beliefs were that old rigid version that I used to have. Yeah, and and hearing me speak about it was fresh. It was like, oh. It was, yeah. I was there's, just There's like, a whole other side to, yeah. to, to this belief that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But going back to, I want to talk about... Um, Oh, like being aware of like certain things when you move and stuff. Or no, what was it? There was something that I want to say about... About... uh, uh, Damn, I forgot. It was something I wanted to talk about with with men. Because you made a... Trying to think. With moving out. Yeah, I think I think it was when you were talking about like being aware of certain things or uh, the way that I heard you saying it was just like you know being self-aware of when you do want to move out and like don't like expect you're going to expect oh yeah to like grow yeah facing yourself and facing yourself yeah, and be ready for that mentally. be ready for all that yeah. shit i don't think i think generally speaking it, it could be men and women but i think yeah there's i mean I'm a, I'm a guy i can't really speak for girls but i think a lot of men they they don't they don't think about that shit they don't think of it in that sense they're just like oh i'm moving out you know because i hate my parents yeah Mm -hmm. but they don't understand the responsibility they're taking on and they're not comfortable with adversity even though they may say like yeah i want to grow and da 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 
But as you both know, and we talked about this in, a, in another podcast, if you want to grow, you're going to do something and be put in a situation where you don't like it. Yeah, you're going to be put really like, uncomfortable like it's, gonna, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's going to... You're going to forget that you told yourself you want to grow. Like, it's going to get to that point because it's going to consume your mind yeah. so much. You're going to just be caught up in this conundrum of a situation. And you're going to be like, fuck, this sucks. Like, yeah. But you, don't, you forgot that you asked... Yeah. to grow you wanted to grow, you wanted to grow yeah. so this is what it takes yeah this is like growing pains quote-unquote these are your growing so pains. I, so yeah like when you have moments where you're like why me like why is that happening to me yeah, yeah. it's like because these are your growing pains yeah for you to navigate your life yeah, yeah. it's nobody else's yeah. you know and that's another battle it's like you're you're on your own on it mm-hmm. because it's only yours yeah it's your life to live yeah you can't ask really well i mean you you could you could get advice or guidance but ultimately you're gonna have to live with your decision yeah yeah there there is no i mean there are like little comforting things someone could be comforting be like oh you got this yeah like you know it's not all as bad as you'd see that's that's just little little pat on the back to keep you going yeah you still gotta do the hard work and like figuring your own there shit you out go. there you go you said, um, said it perfectly yeah some people get stuck in like wanting that comfort you know yeah. like this one like me like i wanted comfort yeah. all the time yeah. but it's like i needed to go and just place myself in a situation where i need to figure things out mm-hmm. for myself like mm-hmm. for myself for my own life and what i want mm-hmm. in my own life and around me mm-hmm. um and it was uncomfortable because yeah. it's it comes down to like how am i make how am i going to make my decisions um, and lots and lots of thinking, lots mm-hmm. of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, and then some. I don't know. It's it just sounds like ridiculous to say because like obviously you need to think of think for yourself. But it's it's easier said than done because mm-hmm. it's your life. Mm-hmm. It's your it's your own circumstances you're right. deciding. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like something as small as like oh like I feel like I want to. I just want to buy this thing on amazon uh-huh. and stuff and it becomes a habit like right. that, that small decision i made is really just affecting my goal of like i want to save money like yeah, it's just yeah, right. like um it's just a whole thing and i i just it's a small thing but it is something you need to look at your whole entire life all the time that i think people don't consider is like Thinking about their life as a whole. I know what you're trying to say. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's what you I was about know? to tell you. Is you're taking your life more seriously, so you're questioning every, every decision, decision you you make. Yeah. Like, does this make sense for me yeah. to go Should and shop this? on Amazon right yeah. now? Do I really need this? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, is this going to become a thing yeah. that I can't stop doing? But I also know? hear what you say. It's easier said than done because yeah. there's going to be late night where you want to go eat out. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just like. <laughs> I still, <laughs> I stuck in that. That is something that I'm not ready to face yet. <laughs> uh, but, or maybe in the middle of work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, and it's it's because it's like I have adult money. I can do what I want with it. Yeah. And it's all this with great power comes <laughs> great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot more serious situations to consider. Like if you want to take up things that can affect your health, such as if you have a smoking habit, if yeah. you like to go out and drink, if you like to, if you like to, you know, sit around and watch Netflix yeah. as a hobby yeah. rather than working out, yeah. having your workout routine, yeah. you know. Um, it's it's like those are other life decisions to to really consider and take take into account like you know minimize this but also do more of that kind of thing Um, and i think what really the what is kind of going back to is just hitting that point of of being ready to sacrifice all of that Mm -hmm. because because yeah we haven't sacrificed everything but we Mm -hmm. sacrifice a lot Mm -hmm. in order to in order to be Uh, living on our own yeah mm-hmm. and the thing is it doesn't even feel like sacrifices if what I want to do is like be here more than anything yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you could say like, yeah, like I sacrificed living comfortably at home, you know, not having to pay so many heavy bills, bills whatever. Yeah. And like, be everything is near me, everything's familiar. Mm-hmm. Like I sacrificed that, but I'm like, you know, I had a really, I had a really good, comfortable life yeah. back at home. Yeah. I was willing to sacrifice that. Mm-hmm. It did. It, it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice because I wanted to really be in my own life somewhere else willing to pay bills willing to to sacrifice time you know not partake in certain certain things anymore um involve involving like being around other people and stuff and it's like you know like events and and occasions and whatever like i didn't it's like i didn't really care to like not attend those anymore because there i have other things that i want more than that yeah yeah more than the comfortability but my point is, and I understand that I know what you're saying. My point is, is like think of back when you're think back when you were 18. You were you wanted to stay. There was no yeah. way you were gonna leave. Yeah. Or and I feel like people stay in that mindset forever yeah. or for too long. Yeah. So that's what keeps them. Yeah. In that position where they, they could say they want to move out. They say they want to grow. They say they want to change. But ultimately, they're not ready. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for it. Because the idea of them letting go of that comfortable life terrifies them. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I have friends that, like, like, hard believers in, I don't have the money to move out. See, there you go. I don't think I'm ready. I have all these things to take care of. Oh, like, my mom or dad would kill me and whatever. Like, I don't know how to do these things. And it's like, it's a lot of things. And I was there because I just felt like, okay, yeah, that, there's a lot to figure out. I don't think I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Is that whole, I don't think I'm ready. I, don't, I want it, but I don't, I told myself, I don't think I'm ready. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it was a whole thing of like feeling like I don't deserve it and self limiting beliefs about myself and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, that's why I was, I was where I was. And my, my friends around me were all choosing to be where they were and stuff it's because like moving out or starting a career in their lives or getting something going Mm -hmm. um it was like oh we're not ready yet like i had a friend um you know she had graduated i got her degree you know was um she's in a relationship and things like that she has things going but she was choosing to stay living with her parents. Mm-hmm. And she, she, and you know, she would be looking for jobs, like half looking for jobs, but not really looking for anything that pertained to her degree and stuff like that. And like, Bruh. it was passive and, um, and just, she just didn't really want to do stuff like that. Like, and I asked her like, well, like what about, you know, like, she she was doing a job that pertained to her degree but um something happened like couldn't work there anymore for whatever the company's reason but there's still a lot of other opportunities for Mm -hmm. her to do that but it's like she's just like no like i don't want to do that like picking and picking and choosing you know which is fine like pick and choose what you want to do but it stayed like that for like a year over a year and it's like when is enough enough yeah like when yeah. You know, when yeah, are you gonna I, take the leap? Yeah, like I get you don't know what to do in life, but you don't know what to do in life for years. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. you you went through years of college mm-hmm. and paying off lots of like student loans and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like, like how long? How long do you want it to go on? It's like why? And I found like there was comfortability in it, yeah. because that's all she was familiar mm-hmm. with doing in her life. She was. She was kind of like placing herself in that kind of in that complaining mode of not and, knowing what to do. And see, that's what I'm trying to say. Because it was comfortable to complain about it rather than really figuring it out. Yeah, like, see, that's what I, what my point is. Is like it's the reality of it. The simple way to put it is you're just comfortable and you want you don't want to give up the comfortability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even even how would I just how would I say it? Even when I was moving, like the day I was literally got out of my car and drove over here, it. How would I say it? There's. Because you said something earlier. You said something how, like, being ready. Like, oh, you think you're ready and all this. Even as I was planning to move over here, there was still. 
not a lot, but there was, I'm, I'm human. So there was still doubt. There was still a small level of doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I may not be ready for this or da da da. Even all the way up until the point where I was like, I already made a decision. I already told myself, I'm going to move. And I was already getting the job set up and looking for the apartments and da da da. And even all the way up until like me moving, I was doubting. Not a small amount of doubt, but. I was doubting like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this or not. But I just I just did it. Yeah. And ultimately, the reason why I bring that up is because I really figured out the answer if I was ready for it or not once I went for it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to really know if you're ready, f- if you actually are ready for it. Is it it's like once you go out there and try it and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people ask, like, well, how do I know when to go out there and try? It's like, I think it's when you don't want anything else in life. It's like, yeah, you could be comfortable, but if it's always in the back of your head, I want to go out there and try this in everything that you do, then I think that's a really good time to answer to that little calling you have in your head to go out and try it. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole, like, that's a place where, like, curiosity is still a thing, Mm -hmm. even as adults. And you gotta like test it out, like you know, well, now that to I'm really thinking- see like what direction you want to go in, just to see like, oh, I was curious about that. Now that I'm thinking about it too, though, there's to even be more practical about it. You have to know how to be an adult, quote unquote, to some degree already. Like, yeah, you have to know how to go to the DMV and schedule yeah. an appointment, and yeah. you know, you have to know how to go to the mechanic. You gotta, mm-hmm. you have like, to know how to, you have to know people, how to like yeah. talk to people. Yeah. I don't think between 18 and to the point I moved, I wasn't fully comfortable with that. I wasn't fully comfortable with just doing simple adult things or like making a phone call because, I don't know, let's say, for example, my credit card, I lost my credit card and I have to call them and be like, hey, deactivate the credit card. Mm -hmm. I was still nervous to do shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another big thing. I think people don't know how to navigate Mm -hmm the world as an adult mm-hmm. yeah that just reminds me of like when i was like 16 17 like when i started driving yeah i needed to schedule a dentist appointment and i see, told my mom go. like oh i have to go see the dentist she's like all right call them here's the number yeah i'm like, I'm like <laughs> why she's like well like you don't like you know when the next time you're free like when are you available like just yeah. call them and let them know i'm yeah. like why do I have to do that? Like, why? Why is that a thing? You know? And I was like, yeah. I was like on the phone, just like, yeah, like, can I, like, you know, want to know when my next appointment, whatever. I had to like talk to them. That's what I'm trying I was to nervous. say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I was like, I hate this. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Like, I never want to schedule an appointment again. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I went and got, you know, you know, checked and everything, and it's like, and it, it was just like. It was a rush because I was like, this is a simple task of like just living, just living and stuff. Like going to the gas station when Uh I, for the first time, learning how to pump my own gas was scary. I think I needed to have a friend with me. Yeah, I remember I needed to have a friend with me that has gassed gassed up their car before. Yeah, yeah. And like I made them like show me how to do it. And I remember I did it for them. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm doing it. Like what the fuck? I'm like, my mom, what you doing? It's like all that, yeah, like doing yeah. doing adult things, yeah. and like you know, sometimes it feels good because it's like you feel more mature and you feel it's confident. like empowering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there's other things where it's like it's yeah. gonna be uncomfortable, but that's also just another adult thing to do is yeah. to be, to always be in uncomfortable situations. And always. that's easier said than that done. Doesn't stop. Yeah, that's easier said than done. But even to just be more practical about it, because I'm very practical. The way that the steps that I took to move here, I had to be at a certain mindset. I had to be comfortable enough scheduling an interview and having a a Zoom call meeting with three managers at the same time to get the job. I had to call the apartments ahead of time over here and ask for availability. It's like the 18, 19, 20 year old Eddie would not have been comfortable doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing that people, they don't, they don't think about. It's like they're just not yeah. comfortable being adults yet. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, yeah, my mindset has it changed over time as I started to really practice with um, saying what works for me. 
little things like if my schedule was like I'd be busy on the weekend with this but I'm available Monday and stuff like that and it's like you know that's how that's just just being honest with myself of like you know what works for me and like what I want to do and go about it it's like that it's just simple as that choosing yourself you know basically. choosing choosing myself yeah. and like going about what works around it um it's it's just that you just gotta like look at it in that way because like you could really fuck up if you're just like uh sure like we can do that day and then now you gotta like change your whole schedule yeah. in the background because you just committed to something that you don't even know you can do it's yeah. like or fit into i really yeah, yeah. It's just you spreading yourself too thin it's, it's really it's not pleasing yeah so. yeah i needed to stop doing that so that's the end of today's episode i'm only able to record one hour per episode so that's why uh we had to cut it off early um hopefully you guys enjoyed it hopefully you you enjoy these these episodes with my girlfriend on it but yeah appreciate you guys for tuning in and i'll catch you guys again next time